Welcome back to the What If It Works podcast, episode 30. Whoop, whoop. We are flying through these episodes each week, and I am so grateful that you are here. Today's episode, I am so excited for because it is all about being a culture catalyst. Now, a catalyst is something that speeds up significant change. That's right. You, my friend, are going to be the catalyst. You are going to start to take action and speed up significant change within your workplace culture. And I am here to tell you that with some simple action steps, you are going to do just that. How do we create significant change quickly? We do a few things and we do them really well. Number one, we take ownership. We take ownership of our own actions. We take ownership of our own beliefs. We take ownership over our words. We take ownership of our communication. We take ownership of being a leader at work. And the coolest thing about that is that you can do that today. You can do that tomorrow. When you step into the office, you can have that sense of ownership. And here's what's so cool. When I use the word ownership, you could almost change that word to accountability. And with accountability, other teams, other people around you are going to build trust with you when you hold yourself accountable. They are going to support you and you are going to support them when you are both being held accountable. And you are going to be able to create more powerful bonds with other people when you hold yourself and them accountable. Now, I know I mentioned build trust. If you have not yet listened to episode one of the What If It Works podcast, you are going to want to make sure to go listen to that because it is all about building trust and how that can truly catapult your culture forward by building trust first. Because we know that the building blocks of creating a workplace culture where people can thrive, it's built on trust. And so really taking actions to build trust is going to be really important. But today I want to talk about accountability. Accountability with you, accountability with your team. We're going to start with your team because it's a lot easier to talk about other people first, right? And I know that as a leader, you have an incredible sense of holding other people accountable. And I just want you to know that that's actually really positive. Now, sometimes we hear accountability and it feels like a negative word, but let me tell you, that is just not true. Being held accountable should have a positive connotation in your team. And here's how you make this feel like a positive thing, being held accountable. When we hear you will be held accountable, we typically think about mistakes and failures. You'll be held accountable for your mistakes. You will be held accountable for your failures. But in positive workplace cultures, Yes, you are held accountable for your mistakes and failures, but you are also held accountable for your wins and your successes, meaning that when you win, you are celebrated. When you have success, your success and your name is attached to that success, and it is a positive. And when there's a mistake, you're held accountable by, hey, let's reflect what happened, what are we going to do differently next time? 
time? What does the team need to do differently next time? And we move forward from that. And so if you heard that we were going to be talking about accountability today and you were like, oh, nobody likes to be held accountable, false. People do like to be accountable, but they need it to be in both forms of that word, right? For the positive and the negative. And so accountability is really just recognition and acknowledgement of the outcomes from our actions, our decisions, and our mistakes. And so I want to talk a little bit more about that today. Let's talk about the sense of accountability and when people feel within the culture that there is a sense of accountability they are actually more willing to act because when people are held at a higher standard we typically see people attempt to reach that standard they want to get better they want to achieve and they want that success that comes from reaching that higher level of a standard this is why when I go in to work with companies and I am doing my culture coaching I look at where the bar is set because honestly if the bar is set low so that the bare minimum employees the actions they have to take is low a lot of employers think that well that's easy so then everyone can meet the expectation but in reality you are not going to see a thriving culture when the bar is set so low that anyone can achieve it everyone will work below that bar and so truly the secret of high achievement is raising that bar of standard and so people have something to aspire to there was a study done by McKinsey's state of organizations in 2023 and a report came out that what are some elements of leadership and survey participants picked out what they considered to be the most important role of a leader number one was being a role model and literally walking the talk, right? <laughs> walking the talk that you say is important, now going out and doing that. But number two was inspiring others. Literally having a vision and being optimistic that your team, that your product, that your service can reach that vision can reach that goal that is what people 37 percent of people said is most important about a leader is having a vision having a high standard but having the belief that as a team they can get there and so i want you to be thinking about the culture that you've created around yourself are you raising the bar and are you optimistic that your people can meet that bar Again, so often when I am doing coaching, I hear from my clients, well, they'll never do that. Or they might say things like, but it'll be impossible, or we can't get everyone on board. I don't mind if it's truly an insane goal. I don't mind if you say 100% of employees are going to love their jobs. Where I get frustrated and where I want to look you dead in the eye is when you tell me, but that's not achievable. Because then you're absolutely right. You've heard me say it before. 
Zig Ziglar has a quote, right? If you believe you can achieve it, you will. And if you believe you can't achieve it, you won't, right? Like you'll basically do what you say you can do. And so if you say we can have 100% of employees enjoying their job and showing up on a regular basis, you got to believe that first or you're never going to achieve it. And so part of your job as a leader is to inspire and set a vision, but also set a belief that not only you believe, but others believe in, which is that others can achieve that, right? And so this is why I called this episode Culture Catalyst, because what is going to speed up the culture that you have at work is going to be your belief and your actions and your ownership and your accountability over yourself and over your team. Leaders who consistently demonstrate ownership of their actions typically see more motivated leaders on their team. I'm going to say it again. Leaders who consistently demonstrate ownership of their actions see more motivated employees on their team. And that is what we want, isn't it? A team of people who are motivated to come to work, who are excited to be there, and who feel like they have purpose because there is a vision out there that they see themselves in, that they believe they can be a member of that higher team or reach that higher standard that you have set. So what's the action? What's the takeaway today to really hold your team accountable? It starts with you. It starts with you holding yourself accountable, but it also starts with clarity. Where are you going? What is your vision? And get your team bought in. How do you do that? You talk about your vision. You talk about where you're going. As you hit baby steps to get to that final goal, you talk about it. You bring it up often. You're going to set a goal. Let's say you want 100 new clients and you are excited and you want to bring your team on board with that goal. You are going to talk about that goal. You're going to talk about what you specifically are going to do to help you and the team reach that goal. And then you are going to check in on that goal monthly, maybe weekly to see where you're at in growing that client list. And all year long, you're going to be celebrating the wins. You're going to be pointing out maybe some things that maybe caused you to lose a client so that you can talk through those mistakes and really learn from them so you can stay focused on the goal. That is where you're going to see momentum. That is where you are going to speed up that culture shift within your workplace because now everybody is bought in to the vision and everyone is on board that their actions make a difference and that they can truly reach that goal. Now, going back to that McKinsey's State of Organizations report, the third thing that the participants said was the most important thing a leader can do, number three on that list was developing people. This is training, this is teaching, and this is mentoring. And so I want to use the example of a salesman who has a team of sales reps, and your goal is 100 new clients. You are not just going to hole up in your office, making cold call after cold call after cold call. Yes, that is something I want you doing on a very scheduled time, but I also want you going out and sharing 
and mentoring with the group what's working for you so that you can duplicate that throughout your office. When you find something that's working for you and you go share it with someone else, there is a higher chance that the next time they find something that's working for them, they're going to come and share it to the team as well. That is how you grow collaboration. That is how you get to a goal faster. Instead of you just doing 50% of the work and hoping your other five percent or five teammates do another 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%, yeah, that's how you're going to get to 100. But there's a better way to do it. And it's not just inspiring your team, but it's also developing your team, really nurturing those sales skills, really nurturing their learning and their training and being that mentor. If you have not gone back and listened to the mentor episode, I believe it was two episodes ago, so it would be episode 28, really how to sharpen your mentor mentor skills, go back and listen to that because that is how you are going to take your workplace culture from just a workplace to a place where people learn and grow and succeed. When people want to succeed, that is when you are going to see that shift. You are going to see a complete change in momentum when there is a drive to get to your vision or the leader's vision. Now, I want to say something to you because some of you listening are not leaders in the sense of leading an entire team. Some of you listening are just here to get support, um, maybe get some inspiration. And I recently had somebody say to me, I don't even know my boss's vision. I don't even know what she wants. I don't even know what she's working toward. And that's really hard to want to work hard when I don't even know where we're going. Ooh, if that is you, raise your hands, right? Maybe you're thinking to yourself as you're listening to this, man, I want a leader who knows where we're going. I want a leader who sets the bar high. I want a leader that gives me a goal and helps me grow and learn the skills to reach that goal. I want that. If that is you, I want you to know that those leaders are out there. But I also want you to know that you can be that person without needing your team lead or needing your boss or CEO to give you that vision. Now, it's not as, not as much fun to go to work if you're working for someone who doesn't have vision, but that doesn't mean you don't need to have vision or that you can't have vision, right? So maybe you need to think about for yourself, what's your vision for your business? What's your vision for your work? And I'm going to show up and I'm going to live out that vision at work, but maybe you have a vision at home too that you want to put your time and energy into. And that's okay to disengage from your work vision to go into your home vision. That's all right too. But without vision, we're all kind of just wandering around lost, right? Without a goal, without working towards something, we're all kind of stuck. And so if you don't have that vision being set for you from someone higher up, set that vision yourself. Because we don't need to be reliant on our bosses or on the people above us. We have the skills. We can get the training. We could read the books and listen to the podcasts and read the blog articles that will sharpen our skills. And then putting them into action is really how we apply what we are learning, see it in the wild, and then reflect on it, right? And so there is a way for you to continue growing, even if your leader is not someone that I've described in this episode.
Now, if you were thinking to yourself, and I wouldn't even know where to start to sharpen my skills and to become the leader that you're describing. I want to remind you that the Lead with Impact cohort opens on Monday of next week. Now, what is the Lead with Impact cohort? This is an opportunity for you to get together with other leaders, learn the impact curriculum. So quick, if this is your first time listening to the What If It Works podcast or meeting me and vote, then you need to know a little bit more about the impact method. Really quickly, the impact method is a six-step method to creating a workplace culture around you where people can thrive. And it doesn't necessarily need to be at work. It could be at home and it could be in your relationships. What you're going to do with the impact method is first off, you're going to investigate. You're going to get extremely clear on what you want and how you think others could thrive. And then we are going to build that. You are going to gain confidence in what to do, how to say things, how to interact, how to engage. And then we are going to truly transform your culture by being consistent. And what's the best part of the cohort? It is one month long. And throughout that month, you are gaining weekly accountability. Why is accountability so important? We just got done talking about it. It's going to help you build trust in yourself. It's going to help you build trust in the actions that you take, and it is going to help you build trust that you are the leader that other people will want to follow and engage with and be inspired by. It's going to help you gain support. So throughout the cohort, I myself am coaching you weekly on a live call, but also there is a team of people who are cheering you on and everyone can work together to answer questions and solve problems. And you're going to build bonds with other people that is going to help you again, grow trust within the cohort, but also build bonds and trust with people in your workplace or wherever you want to use this. I know I've got a couple teachers on the wait list as well. So if you want to create a thriving classroom culture to wrap up your year with, this is an incredible opportunity for you. The cohort is in the month of March only. And so it is four weeks of training and live coaching. The trainings are all recorded so you can watch them on your own time. And then the live coaching obviously is live, but they are recorded if you cannot make it to those sessions. The overall goal is to help you sharpen your communication skills so that you can be the leader that creates that environment that other people want to be in, an environment where people feel valued, trusted, and confident in how to succeed. And I truly believe this cohort is going to set you on a trajectory. Just last week, I heard from a woman who had taken my courses a year ago, and she got a promotion two months later. I spoke to someone who took my course in November and got promoted at the end of the month. So when I tell you, not only are you going to be sharpening these skills, you are going to be utilizing these new skills, applying them on a daily basis, and seriously seeing significant change. You are going to be that catalyst that's going to spark other people, inspire them, and get them motivated. And if nothing else, it's going to get you motivated yourself to really step into that leadership role. And especially if you raised your hand a minute ago that said, I don't have a leader that I 
that feel inspired by, that's mentoring me, that's a good role model, you get to be that person for yourself and you get to go be that person for the people within your work. And it is so beneficial to know that you have purpose and value when you are going into either a place of work or even in your home culture, right? That's what we live for is having a purpose and bringing our passion into that purpose. And that is what I think you will find in the Lead with Impact cohort. Coming up this March, you're going to want to go to anvote.com slash lead dash with dash impact to learn more. That website will be in the show notes. You can go ahead and click on that. You can get on the first to know list so that you are notified right away on February 19th that you can go ahead and enroll as a member of the Lead with Impact cohort. Holding ourselves accountable is going to build trust in ourselves, in our skills, in our actions, and in our words. And when people feel trusted, remember, they are more willing to show up utilizing their true potential. And that is going to be you. Think about a time when you dedicated yourself to a program. Maybe you dedicated yourself to a training program, a leadership program. Maybe it was a weight loss program, but you said, I am doing this and you held yourself accountable each and every day you got better and better and each day you believed in yourself a little bit more to keep going to keep doing the things to keep seeing the results that you wanted to see and that's the same thing you're going to find when you hold yourself accountable at work now i wanted to make sure to talk about in this episode that we can listen to things like this we can listen to empowering and educational and inspirational content on a podcast. We can listen to a TikTok um, reel or an Instagram reel that's inspirational, that gives us great tips, but it's not going to change anything. You are not going to be the culture catalyst if you don't act. So you have to take the knowledge you are reading about. You have to take the knowledge that you are hearing. You have to take the knowledge that you are watching so that you can take the action and see the results. Because without action, you are not going to see a change. And so you really need to truly hold yourself accountable to the information you're consuming today and put it into action. Now, what are some ways you can do that? I find myself making post-its. If I am listening to a dynamite podcast that is giving me a direct strategy or a technique or a tip to try, I will write it on a post-it and I will put it wherever I need it to remember it. So for example, if it is a tip about making sure you wash your face before bed, right? Because it adds, not washing your face adds seven years to your life. <laughs> Go put that on the mirror above the bathroom sink, right? If there is something about how to organize your day, how to be more productive, that is going on my work computer. If it is something about getting better sleep and um, you know maybe journaling your thoughts before you go to bed, that post-it is going to go by my bed. Put those notes where they belong. Me writing all my notes down and leaving them by my bedside is not going to help me in the morning when I go to wash my face. It is not going to help me be productive when I'm in my office with the door closed, right? And so make sure if you are learning good information that you truly believe is going to set you apart or is going to make a change in your life, especially a positive change in your life, what do you gotta do? You gotta put it 
where you're going to reread it because we have to see information seven times for it to truly sink in and then become part of us. And so if it is not on that bathroom mirror, it is, if it is not on your office computer or your office desk, you're not going to see it and you're not going to implement it. And then it's going to feel like we're a failure, even though we did not set out our intentions with that um, task. We did not set out a goal with that task. All we did was say, yeah, I really want that. And then two weeks later, when you're not being productive at your office computer, you're like, oh, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. It's because your brain can't hold all that information. And so make sure you are putting that information in pertinent places so that you can act on it. When you act on it, you build confidence in yourself to act on it again. And when you act on it, over and over, you build a habit. Once you build a habit, you build a lifestyle, right? And you can build a shift in your life. And so make sure that all this good stuff you are consuming, that you are writing it down or putting it somewhere, put a notes in your phone, as long as you're going to go back to them, right? I recently was screenshotting something and somebody said, why do you screenshot that? And I said, well, I really want to look at Annette later. And they're like, you're not going to. How often do you go back in your gallery and look at your screenshots, Anne? And I was like, good call. I don't do that, right? I take notes and notes and notes when I watch trainings. And I, even on, you know, a good Instagram reel that I'm like, ooh, that's so good. I'll take notes in a notebook and then I'll close the notebook and put it off to the side on my desk. Not helpful not helpful. So put the information where you're going to see it and in a place where you are going to take action on it. Because when we learn and grow, we're not, well, I'll say it this way. When we learn something and we apply something, we will grow in that way. And that's what we're here for, right? That's why you're listening to this podcast today. That's why you listen to podcasts, why you read books, why you read blogs, right? Because you want this information to change your life, but I can't change it for you. You've got to take the action. You've got to raise the bar. You've got to develop the habit and you can do it. I am here to tell you that I believe in you, that I have had it happen myself where I decided to take an action and to be consistent at it. And I'm so grateful I did because I have seen immense results in my life. And I have been the catalyst in many different experiences just by being consistent and taking action. And I know you can do that too. I am so grateful that you have listened today. I want to know what you thought of this episode. Please, it helps other leaders find this podcast. When you leave a review, let me know what you loved about this episode. Let me know what you're going to take away from it or just give it a star rating. Either one, whatever you can do, just know that it positively impacts my life, this podcast, and my business. I am so grateful you are here. I hope that you join me in the March Lead with Impact cohort. It is an incredible place for learning and growth and support. And so find, find a way to get over there, get enrolled. I cannot wait to work with you. Have an incredible week.